This is episode 325 of the Gold Squadron Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, William Long Live the Ascendancy, Hegwood, and I'm joined by Marcel, pronounce Adis, uh, Awa Tu Rafasa, Astvuta, uh, Sarag, Marzano. Uh, you missed 3448, but otherwise, I thought that was actually pretty spot on. Good job. <laughs> Uh, Ryan, DC bound, Staniszewski. Yep, Thursday I'll be getting on a plane and flying an hour and a half over to the DC area for Nova. Awesome. And James, 2400 back in style. Ritter. Uh, yeah, the 2400 making a splash, at least at uh, my store champ this weekend. Um,. Excited to see tentatively how uh, how it goes <laughs> in the new meta. Uh, very exciting times indeed. Before we dive into some store championships and those new releases, we have to announce about uh, Nova. Nova's this weekend. Ryan's heading there. Dion's heading there. GSP will be streaming all of it uh, starting Friday, September 1st. And they, we will crown a world qualifying champion, champion on Sunday, September 3rd. So three full days of X-Wing this weekend out in D.C. I'm excited to hear. I know they moved venues, so I'm excited to hear uh, about the new changes they have over at Nova. Speaking of events, though, this podcast episode is brought to you by the St. Lawrence Open. The St. Lawrence Open is a premier level event happening in St. Leonard, Leonard, Quebec, Canada. Uh, the event takes place over two different weekends. Events for Shadowpoint, Crisis Protocol, and Armada are happening October 14th and 15th, and events for Legion and X-Wing will be happening October 21st and 22nd, where GSP will be streaming live. I uh, can visit stlaurentopen.com uh, for more information and sign up. We'll post the link in the description and... Uh, you could put in exclamation point S-L-O in our chat if you're watching live uh, as you find the link for that event. Super Did you really just like acronym it slow? What did I say? S-L-O slow. <laughs> uh, like terrible slow. acronym. St. Laurent Open. Uh, makes sense to me. The slow open, yeah. The slow open. There you go. Uh, I'm sure they will appreciate that acronym. <laughs> Anyways, that's super exciting. Love to hear about world qualifiers. Such big events. Very exciting. Bring so many people together for X-Wing. And TSP gets to cover them, which is the most exciting part to me. Now, uh, speaking of things that we covered... Uh, first, we're going to start talking about uh, what we streamed this weekend at the Pastimes Store Championship. Thank you, Dion, for running the event. Nick Sperry holding down the stream for us. Did an amazing job. Uh, and Marcel even played in it as well. Uh, Marcel, air you want to give us a... <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> Want to give us a brief uh, overview of uh, your experience? 
for we talked some uh, list. Well, like I was saying, I I enjoyed the drive there. It's like a forty-five minute drive. I picked up Tim Woodbury, a good friend, and um, yeah, and 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 the ride was uh, was was fun. Let's see, I forgot my dials. <laughs> I I was gonna take um, a scum list with uh, Dace Boner, actually. So I was planning on flying uh, Scourge and Cad Bane with Proton. Cannons, um, and then uh, Cad Bane also had um, rerolls with uh, with uh, Lando crew, and I, I had some like fun stuff on there. I had so I had those three. I mean those two. Uh, I had baseball arm with uh, Mandalorian, so you can get the reinforced. Then um, I think it was contraband and notorious. Uh, um, so making Dace bone arm hard to kill, Manaru, and then Genesis. Uh, I think Quinn Jest with heavy laser cannon and ion. I was gonna have a lot of fun hunting down uh, with a lot of bullseye, some um, some some Han Solos and some some Arc One Seventies. I was like, this is gonna be a good time. I got the dials. Uh, so uh, the only other thing I had in my box was a janky uh, League Knight. Don't bring your tryhard. Three rebel ship with Han Solo, Leia Organa, and um, and Ezra, which I opened the box for Ezra. Like that was the first time I ever opened the box, so I had no idea like how to fight the gauntlet, uh, and it was miserable. <laughs> I, I won the first game against Jangle Zam and Dirge, so it was like a three on three matchup. So I actually had an opportunity, but um, then I flew against. Four X-wings and a uh, Dutch with a bunch of advanced proton torpedoes. Initiative three big base ship does not do well against uh, a bunch of advanced proton torpedoes. And then after that, I flew against the three arc lists. You know the the, the big mini. And it, it, after that, I just called it. I was like, ah, this is bad. <laughs> this is um, it's not enjoyable when you're when you're flying a super janky list against. Um, uh, a, in a tournament environment where pre people are bringing their best toys. So, anyway, um, yeah, that was my experience. A little, a little disappointing. Uh, I wanted to really fly those bullseyes. I, I wanted to fly those ships. I just didn't get an opportunity to. Oh, that's exciting uh, stuff. That is though. not exciting. That is terrible. What I, I want? I wanted to see. <laughs> I thought I, I thought Ezra was exciting. I don't know about you. Uh, it's inspired me to fly. I mean, some he gauntlet. blew up exciting. Like he died in one. He went from twelve health to zero health in one turn. Oof. Not exciting. Uh, that's. I mean, it sounds sounds, exciting to me. Yeah, sounds, that sounds like a, a great explosion. Uh, and to top it all off, yeah. I just I, I, I forgot he had dead man switch. So, and he had one of the ships at one hull, so I probably could have got six points and lost 20 to six instead of 20 to two, but I forgot all about it because it was, it was so terrible. Anyway. All right, well, uh, still, uh, sounds like an interesting list. We're going to check out if I can here. Uh, maybe I can't. Uh, I was going to check out... Having trouble looking at some? 
Uh, just uh, just Sam's list. Why can't I view you, Sam? He's secretive. Well, we can see what he's flying. He's got uh, Vader, a Reaper, yeah. and three bombers. Yeah. So, yeah, try, try clicking could. on yeah. yeah. Try clicking on the, the title. Oh, here oh, we go. Icons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Icons, icons worked. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so Sam went undefeated, got four wins in the event, and Sam uh, so takes the uh, world invite for the store championship flying. Uh, this is the starter box Vader, if I'm not mistaken. If it doesn't say boy, I bet that's a starter box. So has the ion missile variant. Has a Vizier with Palpatine and the Bomber Barrages here uh, with Major Rhymer carrying Barrage Rocket Salvo, Ion Bombs, Jonas with Bomblet Generator, and Tomex with Bomblet Generator as well. So common bringing those saturation salvos, making ships reroll their defense, uh, makes them spend their tokens faster. I like that Emperor Palpatine being able to use their force to help them hold on to that focus token for as long as possible. I can see why it did very well. A couple, I wanted to see what, uh, I don't know who CRN is, but I wanted to check out their scum list here. Uh, they end up uh, for the tiebreaker in second place overall. Had Fen Rao with Burnout Thrusters, Predator Lone Wolf, Iman with VTG, Marauder, Thermal Detonators, and the Child. So Force, Double Shot, Free Rerolls, and Crazy Bomb Drops. Uh, Crassus, that is the rerolling of secondary weapons. And can shoot them out the back, if I'm not mistaken. Can you shoot your, can you shoot your cane out the back? I think so. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah. that's Dan Dan McGill, Dan, Dan McGinn, Dan McGinn or Dan McGill. Oh. I, I think it's McGill. Um, so he's yeah, he's uh, he was the TO at another store championship. Awesome mm. dude, um, great guy. But anyway, it's Dan. Uh, yeah, I mean his fire sprays are getting the uh, they have bombs, they have force point. And they have rerolls on offense. Uh, so great built out uh, fire sprays that aren't boba. And using the burnout thrusters on Fen Rao. Now, I've heard this a couple of times that so you got to have the burnout thrusters on your Fen Rao. Uh, what is you guys' opinion on that? I, I think burnout thrusters is like, should be stapled to scum Fen Rao. Having basically the equivalent of black one with less consequences uh, for a ship like Fen Rao that even if he does get to range one, he'll get his four dice attack anyway with the deplete. Uh, the only thing that I personally would switch around would be turning one of those e the, one of those talents into Beskar reinforced plating. Basically acts like a, a, a light extra amount of health in the game as long as you keep pointing at what's shooting at you. Crit will show up at some point most likely and uh, you'll get to throw it away at damage. So whether you, whether Lone Wolf or Predator swap out for um, that Baskar reinforced plating, and you could make an argument for Fearless instead of either one of those two. So 
lot of three point options there, but I think burnout thrusters is where where it starts. Yeah, I'm just I'm trying to trying to think about that dial. So it gives you a slam and a deplete. You can take the weapons disabled if you want, but uh, it gives you a slam and a deplete normally. I'm trying to think about the. Well, you take the deplete instead of taking the disarm. Can you not choose? You can choose, yeah. Oh, okay. You, you, you get to pick. Oh, okay. But I mean, Fenrir does normally a lot of two-speed moves. Uh, mm -hmm. It opens up the ability to... Because uh, once once Fenrau is stressed, he actually becomes pretty predictable. Mm -hmm. he, has, he only has two different straight moves he can do, and he has all the twos available to him. But based on game state situation, you generally have a good idea where he's going, which generally makes Fen pretty blockable or actually pretty escapable, even if you don't have the same high initiative. But that burnout thrusters means once a game, he's going to try and catch... He's going to get you. Um, maybe not full mods or full... Uh, full offense at the ready, but he's going to find a way to get back to the fight much faster than he used to, because that was one of the other problems with Fen, is um, he'd make one pass, and then depending, and if you didn't have the right pathing, he's he's kind of weirdly trying to get his way back into the game, because he's probably stressed from doing a linked action to get in the, in the range one, and so he can't do a red move to turn around, so he's trying to work his way back around. Mm -hmm. um, so either the burnout thrusters will get you back around faster, or burnout thrusters can offer some really good early game pressure, getting down the board. And if your opponent's giving up an, an early flank before they get into the main engagement, Fen could take advantage of that and make them choose if they need to turn and deal with that Fen or continue on the path they planned on. Yeah, sure. Like if uh, they just leave him to his neutral ledge. Uh, that five forward, five forward to start the game, basically in their backfield already. Uh, the other options, I like your analogy of like Poe because the just like Poe might do like a three bank into a three talon roll. Fenrau's doing the same thing. You can hard two left and then talon roll right and basically sneak a, sneak behind ships. Uh, that's makes a lot of sense it's it's yeah, that the, one the, the two speed to two talent roll is actually very very good because that gets him that's that's perfectly used for one of those turns where he's already made his first pass but he wants to put pressure back on and when when fen's behind you like that's real rough because it's not mm -hmm. as much of that immediate turn he's behind you where he's gonna do a ton of damage but the subsequent turns where he is now chasing you you're in a lot of trouble yeah, that sounds scary. And the whole while you're running from Fen Rao, uh, you had to deal with two bomb-dropping fire sprays. Uh, so, pretty impressive stuff there. Uh, we see a lot, a lot of arcs, uh, a lot of beef at the top. I wouldn't say a lot of arcs. Well, here's some down here at five and uh, or nine and ten as well. Uh, they're they're here to stay. Um, so uh, that's the uh, pastime store championship again. Uh, congratulations to Sam uh, for taking the whole thing. Uh, we're going to move over to Utah. And this is for the Blackfire store championship where our very own James Ritter attended. James, can you give us some background on Blackfire? Uh, yeah, this is, um, actually my local for, for, um, X-Wing and Shatterpoint and board games. So, 
Um, it was nice to have a store champ available there. Uh, we had uh, 20 people, I believe, uh, show up for the event. Um, so really great turnout um, and uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, very tough crowd, uh, a lot of really great players, um, and a lot of uh, different lists. I was surprised to see uh, so uh, so many different lists there and so many different factions. Uh, I didn't think that I would see that many. So very excited to see all of those. Um, I'm not as proficient with Longshank. So let's take a look at uh, your list. How do I find your list? Uh, if you, you go in the faction it. column, um, if, and you go to the Is player this? within that column, you'll oh, be able I had to, to click the select. Button. Yeah. Oh. So the the little icon next to the faction, I think. Yeah. There we go. We found it. Thanks, guys. We did it. Yep. Uh, yeah, so similar to what I've been running for a while, uh, two arcs, two Naboos, and Lumi. Uh, ran Oddball and Wolf, uh, Padme with Marksman Passive Proton, Rick with Lone Wolf Juke R4P, and Lumi with Patience and R77 and CLT. So a bunch of uh, mitigation and protection between Padme and... Luminara and the born for this from the two arcs. So a bunch of protection there. Can you, can uh, you walk us through that, that Lumi Padme combination? Right. So uh, in the event that someone, let's say someone rolls focus, hit, hit against me on an attack against, let's say against uh, Padme and they're in Padme's arc. Uh, Luminara can spend a force, as long as she's range 2 of Padme, to change one of those hit results to a focus. Or you could change a crit to a hit, but most of the time it's a hit to a focus. And then, because now they have two focus results in the pool, they can only modify one of them. So I've, I've essentially taken one of those hits out of the equation. And uh, yeah, it's very strong. It works uh, on all of her friends. Uh, out to range two, so works on the arcs, works on Padme, and uh, really great at keeping those uh, like high. It, it's really great for like high dice variance uh, times when someone rolls out. It's like a bunch, a bunch of. It's really good against a bunch of dice. Uh, so if th someone is throwing four plus dice at you, uh, is it, the odds are very good that there's going to be at least one focus result in that pool, and then you're going to change at least one more with Luminara. So, uh, a, lot, a lot of defense there, and uh, yeah, I just really like flying uh, these ships together. Trying to up up uh, everybody's one Naboo by flying, flying two Naboos. Flying two, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did, did pretty well, uh, had a rough first game and, uh, somehow really just submarined back into second place out of Swiss. Uh, not sure how I managed that just because I ended up going into, uh, you know, like the, the bottom pool of brackets, uh, but did, ended up doing pretty well. Yeah, I'm checking out the other top four list. Is that what you, you guys played like four rounds and then top four? Four rounds, top four. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was looking at the other top four list in there. We had a, a, a an imperial list. Uh, bringing, of course, 
Darth Vader, six-point Darth Vader, and three-point Tomax Brem, pretty much must-haves in any Imperial list. Bring in Mahler as the three-pointer, and Vizier, and Merrick as the other four-pointers in that squad. Uh, so really, really showing how Imperials can kind of just spin the wheel. And as long as you know what you're doing with them, uh, anything can work out. There's another Imperial list in here. Yeah, Let me guess. So this is basically, <laughs> yeah, this is basically a copy pasta from uh, the other Empire list from uh, past Sam's. times. Sure, sure. This yeah. one has Battle of Yavin, though. Small difference. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's got their own preference, I think, on Vader there. Oh, yeah. uh, the Triple Bombers. Uh, this one has Rhymer with Seismics. And then Vizier with Palpatine. Um, man, just the, the triple barrage is demoralizing sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you really had to work uh, to get around it. But then, the overall winner, Steven here, brings Han Solo. Built out as, as you do these days. Perceptive Bistan Engine Hopeful. Or no chopper brought Hopeful. I kind of like that though. The little boost. Um, when Sabine inevitably goes down, I uh, have Luke Boy out there at five points, and then Lebo. This is customizable Lebo, so when they spend a calculate, they can get another one, but they only get one calculate as their action. Has false transponder codes, rigged cargo chute, a blade of plating, trick shot, and outrider. So love shooting through obstacles for that outrider trick shot combination, dropping obstacles for himself and Han, and can even fly through if the opponent, say, put out a, some big rocks that Lebo's got to uh, crash through, can go through them with a blade of plating as well. Uh, that's an interesting loadout of, because it doesn't necessarily give you a lot more like modifications normally i feel like everyone's searching for like the lone wolves the predators anything that can modify your dice uh, but this one brought uh different ways to accomplish that same goal uh james what was your experience against it so i played this in top the top four match and i knew about the outrider clarification uh, before the game, like before the event, so I tried my best to avoid it, uh, but still, still got played like a chump um, with this with this new title, Errata. Uh, so if anyone is not aware, the Outrider title as it existed before this release is no more. It does not exist and has been eroded to match what is on the cust on the standardized card. Almost. It has a small clarification that you can be, uh, it says obstructed and not obstructed by an obstacle uh, for that juke effect, uh, which is very important because that means you can be obstructed by your own ships, enemy ships, devices, uh, or obstacles. So very nasty uh, getting four dice at range three with a juke. Uh, with Lebo and L Luke and Lebo one rounded my Padme. And they were both. Uh, well, Luke wasn't in Padme's arc, but uh, it didn't matter. He rolled enough to get what he needed. 
Uh, yeah, it was yeah, a very I frustrating pulled, game. <laughs> I pulled I, it up here for everybody to to view uh, that right. it is the – so the assumption to me, uh, I apparently might have to do some more research, but they can't ban the Outrider card because the Outrider is the same card that – like there has to be an Outrider. Right. And with no way to – I don't, I don't yeah. think distinguish between the two This is an Outrider number two. Yeah, you know? yeah. Whereas the the slave one title is like scum and separatist versus scum only, so there is like a notable difference there. Mm. Uh, this one, so blanket this this is the outrider, whether uh, as a customizable card at this time, whether you're playing old dash or yep. new dash or whatever you're having fun with, this is the outrider you, you should be playing. Probably not great. Uh, with the, well, I mean, probably pretty good with Old Dash, but it, Old Dash has been banned. You have to fly the new Dash cards if you want to fly Dash. I know we were doing a lot of speculation on that, and I was wrong. Silly me. Uh, but they banned the old Outrider card, eroded it, eroded it to this, and they banned Old Dash and Lebo. And the generic, I believe, as well. If you got a four dice, get out of here. Go into the Bane list. Which is... Uh, James, I know you talked about... I know we're segueing in a little bit to the to the 2400, but it's a great it's a great time to no, figure it, it up. It, this, this works, yeah. Uh, the, uh, you had mentioned that like this would be really good on uh, Old Dash if you're playing Extended. But if you're banned, you're not allowed in Extended normally. It has to be like an exception to well, the rule. It, it it does it does say legal for extended. Um, what? So as long as you're playing at an extended fit event with banned pilots, then it works. But most oh. extended events are extended with no banned pilots. So uh, yeah, like, I mean, no uh, one's regulating extended events. He is not banned in extended. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's, he is not banned and extended, but most extended most extended events are really just uh, extended plus the ban list. Okay. Well, if you play in standard, you'll be safe from uh, a four dice dash using this outrider. So uh, it's a safe space uh, for yeah, everybody. Five, five dice at range three. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. Trick shot. Yeah, oh jeez. Yeah, easy, easiest six dice I've ever seen in my life. Just wailing, um. <laughs> wailing, bistan six dice attacks at you. Look out. So I, I'd like to get back to the, the title uh, because yeah. there's mm-hmm. a little bit of judge talk and speculation as to like, is this actually an intended adjustment or is this a typo? Um,. So I know people who've been doing some sleuthing into the rules reference and the FAQ section, anywhere else that would reference the Outrider title um, to make sure what else may have, may counter, what would make this contradictory in any manner and uh, give any potential evidence as to it being a typo. Um, and I'm, I checked with the judges for Nova to see what they're doing. They're still in discussion. They try to see if they can get an answer for me before this episode, but they said they were still working through it and discussing about it. Um, so we are not 100% sure yet until we hear from AMG or see maybe an updated um, document 
to say otherwise, whether this is to better define as what obstructed, obstructed is, maybe. No, no, it's, it's not as much defined obstructed as are we missing the by obstacle part, basically. Um, okay, sure. Because um, obstructed right now, as James said, it's as long as you're obstructing an object. Objects can be obstructed. It's only when you're, the obstacles are obstructing something where any other game effects happen until now, which is this Outrider title. So, um, yeah, your ships, enemy ships, devices, mm -hmm. um, obstacles... I checked. Um, scenario uh, objectives do not count yeah, they, for they obstructed objects. Correct. Well, no, they are objects, but they are scenario features, and there was it was it's in the actual scenario documents that they do not um, gotcha. account for okay. obstructions, even though they are objects. Okay, that's it. So um, <laughs> the uh, so the outrider title will will not. At, at current printing in the errata will not give you the obstruction bonus with objectives as well um, but we'll have to see I think Nova might set a little bit of the precedence how we're handling this for now until we hear directly from AMG on this likely in a forum post I'm actually going to take a quick look while um if it, while you guys continue sure. and see if I can find anything on the forums of anyone who's already asked. I doubt we have an answer yet, but I'll see if anything's already started. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, so yeah, the I, I, I mean, like, what 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 makes what makes me think that it's a it's a typo is that the Outrider title that they printed with the twenty four hundred re release pack has by an obstacle. Yeah, uh, also the I newly the... printed upgrade. Yeah, I was right. that was, yeah. was going to be the, my the, the, question. The, 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 was that the the one in yeah. the pack, the customized card in the pack, the one in the pack, is that the is same? the same as the standardized? Okay, as the standardized and and oh, the standardized well, one says, I haven't pulled up here for the scum or whatever, but it says while you perform an attack that is obstructed yeah. by an obstacle, that by an obstacle is yeah. the one that's missing. Yeah. So it's printed on the other one, so it seems so, strange that the that the customized version wouldn't. So that that's really where. It, not that we would doubt AMG's intent for anything, but the mixed messages, we'll say, uh, on that is certainly confusing. Because yeah. uh, yeah, what is the other I things that could obstruct if, if, it? If the physical card has the has the wording, like I mean, I looked at Infinite Arenas, and they have a screenshot of someone who like took an image of the yeah. uh, printed one and it says obstructed by an obstacle. So I would err on the side of this point that it is, it is a typo. Um, I guess I'm kind of surprised that we actually haven't, I, I, I guess I don't know what makes that potentially confusing because yeah, I guess the errata show, but well, here's the other part. We don't know if the errata is already meant to errata the card that came with the pack we've seen that in we've seen that already with some of the scenarios where they had wrong initiative values on some ships or had mm -hmm. to clarify certain wordings like i um yavin Iden interceptor so they have printed stuff that came out where they needed to errata it because it uh, i mean uh, because gleb, unfortunately it had already been printed gleb and hera got like week one Gleb. Erratas. 
Yep. Uh, yep. When we notice well, very so glaring flaws in <laughs> their their design, well, not their design, but the the wording that they were trying to express how they wanted the card to be played. I think the another point in the this is maybe a mis uh, a mistake in uh, for this would be that if they had intended to actually errata the. Th this card, right? They would have also eroded the standardized loadouts. That's true. That's true. So maybe, I mean, unless they intend a difference. So, but I'm sure, like Ryan I can't said, imagine. I feel like that would just cause confusion. Yeah, trying not to errata standard loadouts, right? Like that's kind of the whole point of them. But like Ryan said, I'm sure we'll yeah. get a definitive answer from Nova. Probably going to set a precedent. If not the uh, correct, I guess, interpretation of what that card should actually say. So maybe we'll get an, an updated so far, uh, but No, no posts yet on the X-Wing rules forums. So, okay. Um, but I'm pretty sure other judges may have been attempted to make some contact or just talk with other judges. Like I, if I know the, the guys who helped run worlds as judges, they're, 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 they talk with each other quite often, so I, I doubt that um, Nova. While the Nova team makes the final decision for the Nova Open itself, I'm pretty sure they're talking with other judges around to see how they want to rule this for the time being until we hear directly from AMG. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. That is I, essentially though. Uh, Kitty. Steven said he had a great he had a great time with the 2400. He was previously flying it uh, before the re-release, and uh, he said he, he really enjoyed uh, flying it again and uh, had a lot of fun. Uh, the I mean, I, I kind of talked about it in our uh, in our offline chat, but yeah, the the strength in this list is that he has three ships that have unlimited soft mods on defense. So. Yep. And uh, if you're... elaborate as to what those are. Yeah, so Han Solo obviously gets his ability uh, for rerolling defense dice if he, as long as he's at range 0 to 1 of an obstacle. Uh, Luke Skywalker obviously gets his force back every time he is targeted as a defender. And then Lebo gets a calculate every time he spins a calculate. So... Uh, after you defend a performance attack, if you spin a calculate, you get a calculate. So, uh, essentially, if you don't take his calculate from him, he will generate that calculate again. Uh, which means that he essentially has Luke's ability, uh, but yeah. better, because it works on attack as well. <laughs> it's pretty so, close to it, but yeah. Um, <laughs> But it only can only max out at one calculate, right? If you mm -hmm. spent it, right. you only get one back. Whereas Luke could still go up to say two force. I mean, you can get to two force with Lebo. Uh, you got K two S O in Ezra tie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, you bring K two S O, and then yeah, the only problem with that is that he's stressed, and he only has four blue maneuvers, and they're not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, that is uh, that is something that we talked about. But uh, either way, I, I think Lebo looks great. I think Dash looks interesting. I'll have to, you know, we'll have to get some more game time in with them and see how he goes. But um, 
Yeah, do, do we want to talk any more on the 2400 release? Yeah, I want to talk about loadouts for them. Let's do a, a quick overview for points, uh, particularly that the scum versions, just can't show both of them because they both have the same Outrider title, but the scum versions of those standard loadouts come in at seven points. Uh, the exact same abilities and cards for the uh, Rebel Faction, though, those standard loadouts. Uh, Dash comes in at seven points with those Seeker missiles. Uh, and Lebo, though, Lebo's standardized for Rebels, even though it's the exact same card, actually is only six points. Uh, and that stays true for the customized versions as well. Dash stays at seven, and Lebo is at six, which I have to feel is like a competitive number. We compare it, I mean, it's the same price as uh, Ezra Gauntlet, Chopper, Chopper. Uh, as well. Those, uh, that's, it's such a break point because the, at seven points, you had to compete with Han and um, Lando and those other Falcons uh, and uh, like Kanan Ghost, but at six points though, uh, that now we're talking. So of course, uh, you're gonna put the Outrider title on there, but he has Talent Missile, was Lebo, customizable Lebo, we're gonna start with. Uh, talent Missile, Illicit Illicit, modification and 16 loadout so notably no gunners no uh crew members so no c-3po crew no bistan gunner even though i guess it'd be hard to get a focus token on this guy probably not in rebels but i can be self-sufficient about it uh, but i want to ask you guys what how would you build this out because uh, the though i think the one we saw while it certainly worked it didn't, I don't think, have that kind of optimization that we could discover. I, I like the false transponder codes. Uh, you have so much loadout and really not a lot to spend it on. So you might as well go big on those five pointers. Um, but like, yeah, what else I, are you guys trying to take here? Ryan was immediately mad at me that he didn't take Notorious. Uh, Notorious. Yeah, yeah. I was like, say, how was he thinking <laughs> this ship without Notorious? <laughs> well, I, so, I mean that 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 stands out the most to me because you're already taking an illicit on this ship. There's you have a lot of points. You have don't to. have a lot of spots anywhere else. <laughs> I'm not yeah. putting a missile on Levo. No thanks. <clears throat> so, um, oh, maybe if you had energy shells, like, please don't lock me type of thing. Oh, energy shells would be pretty spicy. Well, that's separatist only, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to have to ditch factions here for a second to get those. I mean, I'll say, I don't mind the trick shot. It's it, it Getting yeah. two extra dice um, on a shot at range three obstructed, that's, that's pretty nice. Um, but I think Notorious offers you that offensive uh, reroll after stuff's already shot at you. You're I3, so it's actually coming to play pretty well. Um, it's probably more often the shots coming into you aren't as dangerous as the ones you put back into them if you're doing obstructed stuff. Um, so after FTC and Notorious, you're only left with four points, so it's not an amazing, like, 
final amount to work with. Um, you could ditch the last point and take a three-point um, elicit, or I think Dead Man's and Electronic Baffle is fine. Not with the purpose. I mean, you could. You could if you're on one health and you're never going to kill the thing next to you, too. You could baffle yourself to death. It's true. But it's more so um, the YT2400 style is not very blue. It's predominantly uh, white maneuvers. So when you are in a spot, I mean, ideally, you're kiting a lot of stuff and nothing will get in front of you to block you. But that's not a, you know, you can't ever guarantee that. And I think there's going to be more times than not where you're going to not want to do a one straight, one bank, or two straight as your move. And you want to do more moves or have more options than just that. And I think that's where Baffle can, you know, I'll take a damage to get rid of the stress to keep my dial back open. Um, but yeah, I also that, like that the idea, of... like, I, I wish I had one more point because I would really like to have contraband and baffle so I could kind of cover that across multiple avenues, whether it's using contraband or baffle. So, do, do you are you uh, not interested in A, ablative, B, uh, overtuned, uh, which would be interesting on him, or um what else was it or or just straight straight uh just loot or rig cargo what was the other one or did, did none I, of those really interest you I, I feel like overtuned was like the the first upgrade i put on it when i started building it but now i don't know now it could be detrimental because if you were trying to save that calculate right for your like attack but you roll out two hits in a blank now you're gonna get penalized for holding on to that calculates by giving a strain this is post the overtune modulators but that strain combined with the bad dial plus uh the sensor blind spot remember that not only do you get reduced attack dice you also get reduced defense at range one so if you're strained and somebody's shooting you range one you have no defense to block it so it feels Feels scary. You really had to be on your game about the kite uh, to create that distance, preventing people from getting in there. Uh, the, uh, I mean, cargo shoots the same price. I don't know. Is cargo cargo shoot seems good. So I've good. been quiet a little too long. Uh, I was doing stuff, but no worries. You guys are completely overlooking. Um, Feedback array, notorious contraband feedback array and electronic battle. I mean, if somebody <laughs> wants to get close because they want to get inside that bubble, I'm just going to ram right. right into you. Take mm. the one ion that's going to do nothing to me. Take the one damage, which, okay. And um, my, what well, would be, actually, wait, here is a question. Okay. Here's an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. So it's, instead of rolling two dice at something, you just you're just guaranteeing that damage. So no, you're still rolling. Let's see. Well, I perform a primary attack. So no I, feedback array. It says before you engage. No, actually the uh, title. Yeah, you only roll two dice because it says while well, you perform a range zero or one attack, you roll. Is one it only four. two dice or is it three? Because you still would you still get the range 
normal game state range one bonus. Not at zero, though. No, not at zero. Because feedback array only works at zero. Oh, true. Yeah. So at, when you're at range zero, you would be rolling two unmodded dice. With feedback array, you're just basically guaranteeing any any AC ship that wants to get up close to you. Just say, well, I'm just going to turn right into you. Like, well, and yeah, now you're going to take a damage. Force a bump. Yeah, just force a bump. And and it's a large base ship, so it can force a bump on multiple ships. And then you have uh, one damage across multiple ships to one damage to your own. And again, the ion really doesn't, doesn't do anything. So you get the notorious um, contraband feedback array. And if you do the feedback array and they shot at you at range zero, they probably took a bad shot. You still give them the feedback array. I mean, you still give them the Notorious, but you then forego your shot to give them an automatic damage, and they still have the the uh, the strain token from from the Notorious. Which means they, they have to do a blue to get rid of that strain, or yeah, yeah, they have to do, or else they're going to be yeah. yeah. And wait, you can use electronic baffle. If it's going to be your third ion, you can use the electronic baffle to just get rid of that and not be ionized if you don't want to be ionized. So in instead of taking false, go something else. Yeah, instead of taking the ion, you just take... No, when, when you take feedback array in this, in this ver version, you don't have any points left if you stick with false and notorious. Yeah, it would be feedback array, contraband, cybernetics, electronic contraband. baffle, okay. and notorious. Yeah. Flying through those debris, you know? Yeah, why not? Why not? Why not? Uh, there's a lot of stuff that likes to lock right now, so I, I like false transponder codes personally. Or you can yeah. just do feedback false transponder codes. Again, I I think trick is just as a viable thing as notorious. You could still like if all we did here is just swap notorious back to trick. You're left with seven points of upgrades to work with, where you could do the uh, oh, probably contraband, and that's where Ablative comes in, maybe, which is the original build, I think. Or you can keep the feedback array and then just do feedback and baffle like you talked about and still keep false transponder codes and then take a trick shot. Is there any preference to take in Lone Wolf? It's been a very popular upgrade. Uh, saw that you could fit Lone Wolf, False, and Shield. Just uh, basically as a, a blade of plating, but for attacks. Or do you think um, you gotta move? You move too slow to really make it loose of Lone Wolf. I'm just worried about the You are on the fringe rolls. quite a lot, though. Uh, the the bear rolling I mean, out. Uh, is Lone Wolf more or less expensive? Okay, so Expert Handling's two points. Yeah. I think you would need probably well, a coordinator to try to do that shenanigans, so. Are you right now taking any Rebel list with Lebo and not also taking Han? Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't see any reason not to. Right. Okay. So you're you are at baseline four ship list at max. Right. 
And uh, Han and Han and Lebo don't have to stay close together. If anything, they want to be completely far apart, so they're overlapping arcs across from both sides of the table. Mm-hmm. You know, not to where they can hit e- hit each other. Your opponent has to decide what target they want to go after. While Luke's just trying to land some Protorps and Sabine Tie Fighters flying around doing objectives. So Lone Wolf isn't yep. isn't un- unreasonable to consider. Yeah, I guess they would come down I, to your I, your I squad count. I think you'd be better off taking another talent, personally. But okay. Uh, yeah. What do you, what do you think about uh, Lebo, Lando, and Han all on one list? Oh, that fits. Heck yes. Yep. You took <laughs> yeah, the wrong six point. <laughs> you took the wrong <laughs> six point, <laughs> Marcel. Say <laughs> that what? You took the wrong six point six pointer this weekend. No, I didn't. Actually, Dion did not allow didn't uh, that. Oh, or boo. Had, had, a, had a street date for it. Um, uh, didn't didn't come to pass, so interesting there. Because of times, you mean. Oh, shit. All right, well, that's, I think, a lot <laughs> of variations we could do for Lebo. Of course, your, your coordinator, your K2SO could really spice that. A ship up but what about dash now dash's ability says during the engagement phase you ignore the effects of obstacles that you are overlapping so you can shoot on gas clouds you can shoot on debris any kind of obstacle that would prevent you from attacking on it uh, at uh, the expense so you still suffer the effects of going onto it mostly losing your action and rolling for damage now Dash does have talent, missile, crew, two elicits, and a modification. So I feel like the crew is the, the place you start, right? Like, what crew is Dash Rendar trying to take? It's all kind of a spicy combination I liked. Um, I mean, so yes, can you take force crew? Obviously, Kanan is there. Also Kanan, provides child. some of that stress mitigation if you bump, so... That's always an option. Um, I think once again, the, these YTs don't want to be, these 2400s really don't want to be targeted that much and, and burned down. So if you can keep most of the actual damage being done to you, should only be when they're inside of your range one, the better. Um, I think there's an interesting play for Ursa Ren again. Uh, Dash shouldn't be commonly stressed unless he does bump for a focus, which if he knows he's going to do that in this build that I have, I have Contraband. Uh, it's Trickshot, Ursa, Ren, False Transponder Codes, Contraband, and Baffle. Got that Contraband-Baffle combination to help alleviate turns of stress. Um, Ursa, Ren, and False Transponder Codes is actually kind of nasty. Um, is If they lock any one of your friends at range 0 to 3, uh, you, Dash gets to perform a lock action. Um, doesn't even have to be locking the ship that's locked you. So... If they lock someone on your team, you get to lock something else with false transponder code. So it's like a reactive jam plus a lock for yourself, and you've already taken probably a focus for offense. So I think that's that is, an interesting one. That is disgusting. I hate that. That is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, why? I mean, like you just don't lock. You just don't lock Dash. It's like, well, he can lock you and, and force you to yeah. jam. Yeah. All right, I'm going to lock someone else. No, Dash will lock you anyway and jam that lock anyway. Bye. 
that that is that is spicy. I kind of like it. <laughs> that's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the that's the problem with dash is that you only have that single action. So you gotta try to and when you're rolling four attack dice, you're looking for that double mod if possible. Yeah, so. and even though the, the false transponder is only once a game, just like you said, yeah, getting that extra lock action just whenever someone wants to lock you, and that can be a big deterrent. If you're staring down a five dice shot coming at you because a trick shot an outrider title that's juking you, and you're like, I really want to lock Luke or Pond or whoever's flying with Dash, then you realize this makes, this makes Vader so sad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it very much does. Vader better burn that dash down quick, because uh, the the more Vader goes to lock stuff, the more dash is going to yeah. lock him back. Yeah, boy, Vader hates this. Uh, oh, absolutely. So <laughs> uh, yeah, better have yeah, some friends is... to to pop some locks off beforehand. You know. I'm trying to look at other ones. I mean, Lando is always funny. Uh, being able to get focus and evade, um, but I'm not really seeing too many other standouts. I like the idea of contraband. Uh, they they can get stressed from bumps, and you might need to four forward or like hard three out of that bump focus. So it makes sense to me. Uh, James, what do you, what, I, you got any spicy loadouts here? So I guess my first question would be to you is, do you have a coordinator in the list? If your answer is yes, I think you could definitely look at expert handling as an option. Mm, okay. Because ex expert expert handling followed by a three hard or a three bank is a, a massively different area that you would not be, right? It's a whole range band. When you barrel roll a large base, yeah. you move an entire range band. Right. So, so that could get you out to range three, out of range one attacks. Yeah. Barreling out that far is very good. Um, so, also barreling off of somebody and then uh, doing, uh, or if you have a higher initiative coordinator, being able to see what's happening on the field and coordinate them later, uh, also very good. So, I do like the uh, expert handling Kanan and then uh, uh, false is what I was building and then. Uh, just like losing the point. Yeah, I was trying to split that into two different ones. You can go cargo shoot contraband if you want. Yeah, Car or, cargo. I mean, the extra the extra coordinate with cargo is very good. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're already bringing a coordinator, I mean, why not? Yeah, why not? You don't, don't, don't need a, don't need a roll. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'll get a. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, uh, cord I coordinated cargo then do my three hard then a barrel roll to get range yeah three. dropping the cargo before you move is uh just nasty especially when like the i-force have moved up into you right as, as they give yeah. chase and you just drop it right on top of them uh that's yeah. um uh we i think we were experimenting doing that with what boy hum because he also boy has on, a cargo yeah. shoot yeah <laughs> So I yeah. do I do like this version of Dash with uh, with uh, Lando Falcon. Mm -hmm. uh, I flew a lot I flew a lot of Dash Lando uh, at the start of 2.0. So this definitely makes my heart happy a little bit, uh, but also sad to see across the table for me because that is going to be a tough 
a tough nut to crack. Yeah, you, you still got six points. You can go. Probably, well, you can't go Levo because only one outrider. It's about the only thing saving us from these 2400s is that you can only bring one yeah. in a list. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, running could, in without go, outrider seems silly. You could go Man Luke here. Oh, yeah. Uh, but maybe like like re, like a big big region Luke. I mean, shattering shot, trick shot, Luke, right? Like, at that point? I'm, Does that still you're fit? already going into the obstacles. Yeah, going, already going into the obstacles, so. Oh, I thought they, oh, they priced out the R3 version. Of, wait, no, R3 went back down, didn't he? R3 went Is back that, down, yeah. Does that fit? Oh, yeah, with points for a baffle. <laughs> I guess. You take fail safe if you want. Uh, but we were on six dice. Like, well, you get a failsafe. Wow, that seems that seems really nasty. Oh boy, uh, this is some like uh, shattering shot Kylo kind of stuff. Oh man. Yeah. What about you, Marcel? Do you got a, a flavor of dash loadout that you've been looking at? Uh, uh, no. Um, who's who's already went? Because I walked away and I walked. Uh, we we talked about Ursa Ren crew, and we talked about uh, Kanan Jarrus expert handling version as well. Really keeps your dial. Well, I think the expert handling is. I, I wouldn't call it a must, but it's as close to a must as you can, uh, because of wanting the wanting it. You know, because of the ability you wanted to to stay away, but also keep the dial open. Uh, I think Kanan, hmm, probably Kanan is actually better for that, though, isn't it? You guys have already talked. Yeah, about Yeah, no, it, Kanan, Kanan with expert handling is that what you mean? Or are you trying to say like one or the other? Yeah, one or the well, other. Because if you're bear rolling and you're stressed, um, well, you can I, do a white maneuver to clear it. But at least during that bear roll, you you already have a modifier on offense. Well, if you do the barrel roll, then you still have the the force available. Yeah, e yeah. Even if you're stressed, though. Yeah, but then the next turn you won't you won't have I, I... you won't have the force, but just don't don't put yourself in a situation where you have to barrel roll every turn. I mean, you want some modifiers eventually. Oh, then if, yeah, a lock. Yeah. Yeah. So you go with um, you go with Cayman. Actually, you know what? That's not aggression enough. You got, you got to fit some Sagarera in there. So you go dead. Oh. You got to go expert handling Sagarera. Is what you do. Mm. That's a little. Yeah. What? What? What are? Who are we? Sagarera. Who are you? Why are we not bringing Sagarera? Yeah. Yeah. And then false transponder code, so that if you go against anybody lower initiative, or even if you go against, like, to say, Atomic's brand. Um, but you win the initiative roll and you move second, you target lock him, pop his focus away, and then you got Sagarera target lock and, uh, and a million dice on him. Um, yeah, so I would actually, that's my loadout right there. Expert handling, Sagarera, false transponder codes, and, um... Dead man's baffle? Dead man switch and electronic baffle. <laughs> yeah. So, I... There you go. Dead man's electronic... 
Outrider, False Transponticles, Sagrera, and Expert Handling. I feel like if I'm going into Sagrera, I want the ability to get four, uh, five dice. That that's just me, because that, that's where like that's where the the uh, Sagrera on the yeah, but the boot, I mean, if you're bear rolling to get away, the I mean the the blue are just really bad. You only get like you're going super slow. You're not going to be able to go anywhere. You're so if anybody is close to you and you're bear rolling to get away. Uh, but you can only um, lose that stress with a speed one or two. Um, they're they're going to be on you for the rest of the game. Like, like you need you need a way to to duck tail out of there and go for forward barrel next turn as well. Interesting. Uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> uh, you know me. I'm gonna try to put lone wolf on my dash. Uh, why bother with Tarkalocks? Uh, but I got so many points after that. Um, oh, because oh, I was taking Lone Wolf and Lando. Really going full defensive here. But I have 10 points of loadout, though. Uh, I guess shield? Wait, 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 wait. Hot Just shot. real quick um, note on Sagarero. The one thing that was a positive out of this weekend, uh, out of this Reddit to delete out of my brain weekend, was Leia with Shattering Shot and Sagarera Crew. Um, that's really good. Because you spend the force to, to get the extra focus, and then you take the damage to push the crit through and... Uh, so you move, you target lock, you throw four, you th you throw three dice at a fourth, a uh, bunch of crits, good stuff. So, anyway, sorry, you were saying. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna take just all the munitions. I think I will try out Lone Wolf, Lando Calrissian, False Transponder Codes, Hotshot Blaster, and Proton rockets now that's some that's some aggression Marcel uh, I got I got our got bullseye out the front range one out the back and then the bow tie out the signs really a that's, weapons that's platform. almost 360 yeah. we're that's trying for 360, 360 here <laughs> there's I some think that may actually that may actually be the closest to 360 we have right uh, I mean star fortress with bombs probably i mean you could take a full arc missile like you could just this could just be like homing missile if you wanted oh that's true yeah there you go proton proton seems just funnier so you know you know i'm gonna roll two evades on my lando and not have a focus for that pocket that turn <laughs> you know. yep exactly yep. what's that, gonna that, happen the, the, the one turn yeah the one turn that i do it and then just like oh you don't have a focus token i guess i'll go into your bullseye uh <laughs> Uh, so that's some interesting variations there. Of course, the, the standard loadouts, they all have um, the Seeker missiles. So it's kind of inspired by that kind of, I would say. Um, but that's some exciting stuff. Hopefully we see some dash. I know Six Point Lebo is going to make a big splash. So uh, let's take a look at the TIE Bombers. Now, if I'm not mistaken, only the uh, T-Tie 
Bomber expansion standard loadouts are new. Their customizable versions are the exact same as the traditional standard loadout or uh, traditional customizable right. ones. Yeah. So we're just taking a look at these. We reviewed them a while ago. Uh, this is we're gonna start. We're gonna start with blasphemy. Let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so, Deathfire is the I-3 bomber. Its standard loadout includes a swift approach upgrade, uh, allows them to boost barrel in the system phase, Connor nets, proton bombs, but this ability, of course, Nimble Bomber as well. Everybody's got Nimble Bomber. Deathfire says, standard loadout, after you fully execute a speed three to five maneuver, if you have not dropped or launched a device this round, you may spend two charges to drop or launch a device using the three forward template. And against my best wishes, uh, the- Wait, 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 wait. I just, to make sure you read it. Drop I, I or did launch a bomb. Not a device. Oh, I might have said device. I apologize if I did. You cannot yeah, launch one, that Connor net. <laughs> Do yeah. not launch the Connor net, please. Uh, that's only for the system phase. But the ruling has come down that because it references what template you could launch this with, being the deciding difference between whether you can launch or not, because it includes the template you need to use to launch it, you can, in fact, uh, throw those proton bombs forward after a speed three to five. Uh, and the three template will not hit you. If it was a two, you would actually suffer that bomb. You'd have to, like, barrel out of it or something. So, a... And you, can, well, you could, and you can launch it at a three bank as well? Uh, the no a nimble bomber says only when you drop a device so you cannot launch oh, you cannot with a launch. three bank if you happen to do a 5k you could most certainly three bank that proton bomb behind you because uh, that would that would be allowed to replace that template then so uh three points so that would points. be a Jeez. five like turn one 5k three poop with three range three proton yeah that's like that's a total of like nine that's only that's only out to range four from your deployment so you're only about a little over halfway through the board wait if no you... because you go range you go five forward so you're at the front you go five forward that's, that's a total three ranges of six. That's... that's a third of the board well i don't know about ranges but that's a total of six speed yeah, then you five, do five three, speed four, movement one. is equivalent to range two band. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you would do the so the bomb would go range four and a half then or so. Uh, f about five and a half from your board edge. So half. you're you're a little bit past. Well, you're range and a half or so, almost two ranges from the center of the board. So you're you're getting there. But it's not quite like in their deployment zone. If they five forward, yeah, they could in theory five forward right onto that bomb. So uh, I, it's much more terrifying round two when you've already four forwarded, 
and now you have that threat of do I three bank and then launch it. But at, I know it doesn't have munitions, doesn't have, not have those barrage bomber, uh, or sorry, uh, barrage salvo combination. What, at just three points though, how often do you think we're going to see uh, this slotted in though? Uh, I think it depends I mean, on how much. Uh, right now, I don't think a lot because you've got a lot of ships with a lot of shields. The proton bombs mm -hmm. kind of don't help a whole lot there. But I think if the meta starts shifting towards um, towards a lot of AC ships, you know, uh, just ships that are hard to hit, then you might see more of it. But I, I think it'll be uh, dependent on. If, if you're seeing a lot of beef with a lot of shields, I, I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Okay, so you're saying that this would be in an, in a world where we're scared of Thai and Vulture Swarms, this would be like the silver bullet. Yeah, but, or... But we don't see that. Know, yeah. But it'd be good. Yeah, It would be good. Well, maybe not silver bullet. They would not like it, we'll say this much. interesting yeah i think also mm. uh, i mean like this this uh this death fire version is literally just a two die gun out there that can occasionally drop good bombs yeah uh, that's true as a note this bomber can only launch every other turn you do have to spend two charges once recurring to do that ability i mean this is it, making its best uh, uh, first order bomber impression as well with that for, uh, swift approach. So you can get it's some. It's doing its best, yeah. It's doing its best. But I don't know if it's uh, necessarily. Uh, oh, you know what? Actually, swift approach says even while stressed. Huh. Would you look at that? Yeah. Yeah, but if you're doing this, then you can't do. You can't launch your, them. your ability. Yeah. yeah. I think we talked about this, that you could, in that same instance, the 5K three bank drop, and then out from that, you could actually boost two bank, or drop another bomb, the Connor, and then boost and two bank out of there. So, it's uh, it's scary. I don't like it. I don't like the, I don't like us <laughs> three points, but maybe I, the, I mean, there's so I, many I other know. bombers at three points though. So yeah, there, there's so many other better bombers at three points too. Well, that's, that's a great segue if I've ever heard one. And uh, Tomex Bren, uh, the I-5, the Time Bomber expansion, Tomex Bren standard loadout has a three squad cost. This has the ability, after you perform a barrel action, you can spend two of your charges once recurring. If you do, gain a focus token. I want you to get really set up because they have that barrel linked lock. You can get three actions in the opening engagement. And all you have to do, uh, or sorry, all you have to shoot is these plasma torpedoes. Still very powerful at I-5. Has ion bombs. Great with that nimble bomber. 
I then true grip, which is at the end of the activation phase before combat. If you are not strained, you may gain one strain token to remove one non-lock red or orange token. Uh, I think this is like, I think we said if like there is any standard loadout upgrade that I would like to see more widely used. <laughs> A true get would be amazing on so many ships. Maybe like reduce it down to like take that. Uh, like maybe define the tokens a little bit better. But uh, taking a strain to remove a stress uh, for your maneuver the following round, or mostly that reloaded di uh, disarm, being able to reload your torpedo and then immediately fire it with its full effect. Seems super good. Unfortunately, this is the Tomax that doesn't care about reloading. So that's yeah, unfortunate. The, the, uh, the, the, the one that would work well with the reload <laughs> doesn't yeah. have that ability. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can I get Arguably has a much better ability anyway. Arguably oh. has a much better ability. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think the barrel roll, that's why it, it bothers me when I fly. Uh, Tomax right now is that I can't use that barrel link lock because I'm shooting those dumb barrage rockets but <laughs> barrel link lock is like one of my favorite linked actions in the entire game so well, I mean once you know you, you started that range two or three first engagement then when you get close enough and if you move after them oh. and they move in front of you, you end up being range one you're not shooting barrage rocket anyway you just barrel out of their arc and then shoot them with a locked range one I mean I've it happens more often than you think. Of just like, well, of my bombers, what you thought was my filler jouster is actually out here arc dodging, yeah. So yeah, I five uh, pretty ace. impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I five ace, yeah. Uh, so so that's kind, kind of speaking good. to like the difference because people are going to make the, the direct comparison. Why should I mm -hmm. bring this new standalone Tomax versus the Sat Salvo Barrage Rocket Bomba Generator version? Mm -hmm. So I think there's a couple things that are pros and cons for both. Uh, in favor of the Barrage one, you are a more flexible firing platform in that all you need is a focus action, and you can choose your target when you shoot. You're not lock-based. You don't have to shoot the thing you lock to shoot three dice attacks uh, like you would with the plasma torpedo. Um, and with that as well, uh, you have... Uh, a small amount of double modification if you get the bullseye you can use the barrages re uh, spend charge to reroll blanks um, and then you obviously have sat salvo to help push that damage through uh, more often than not you're probably not getting bullseye on a ton of things so it is just a single focus mod attack that does negate the range 3 and you have flexible firing so if you have a lot of other ships that are shooting at that could shoot before you you could save more freely save Tomax's shot um, and be flexible with how you want to focus your fire if a lot of things or stuff has the chance to move after you. On the flip side, though, standardized Tomex um, obviously has a really good ability and double mod his shots when he needs to. As long as you almost play it like a B-Wing where you're planning on barrel rolling in mind anyway, so you don't want to put yourself in a normal move to where doing a barrel roll would be a detriment to your attack vector or pattern um so you almost got to treat it like approaching it like a b-wing like you're probably better off flying and landing yourself in front of an obstacle to make yourself on a little more unpredictable and then you can barrel to either side of the obstacle to decide where you want to continue your approach and if you want to go on that turn for your full offense um and having that true grit allows you to 
not be stressed take a strain instead if they're not moving out if they're not coming at you anyway um you're kind of free to do more uh white moves next turn if you need to and do the same trick or close i mean we'll see the trick can only be done every other turn but still lobbing a, a plasma torpor just being range one's pretty good and that's the other part too we are in a decent meta for plasma torpedoes um a lot of stuff is shields and double modding a plasma torp can very easily rip shields off an arc 170 or a t70 or anything else with shields out there so huh. like um, yt 2400s yeah sure mm -hmm. or yt 1300s or um, YT 1300s. Mm -hmm. yep so it's it's with the standardized version you know you're gonna have to pretty much dictate tomex to hunting things he's allowed to hunt in that you're moving after a thing all the time or you can threaten another i5 thing um, unless you're trying to trap an i6 with multiple ships and not just trying to get it with tomex um, you could use it you could use a standardized tomex there but if you want to have a little more flexibility in where you're directing your firepower when you when that ship engages and not kind of be directed towards where you should attack because of how the plasma works and getting locks etc uh, you can err on the side of the barrage. You're, you're, my guess is your your higher damage output is actually going to come from the plasma torp version in most cases, um, but the flexibility is going to come from the barrage version. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, I mean, the ability to yeah. do four damage with that plasma. Um, yeah, definitely, especially because you can reload it very easily, very easily reload it, and still get that shot off. Yeah, yeah. you could shoot as many plasmas as you would shoot with barrages in, in the barrage version. I mean, I, I'd say most Tomaxes shoot two to three barrage rocket shots a game. Can, um, can confirm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, you'll pr it's either A because you're dead before you can use them all, or B, you're using some of them for sat salvo, so you're not using five barrage rocket shots unless you get really lucky. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm converted, uh, mostly because I run Merrick Stell right next to my Tomax brand, so anything that helps take shields off of people. But yeah, yeah I, uh, I already had a buddy of mine who's tried that out and was like, this is awesome. <laughs> He's putting that plasma torp yeah, next yeah. to Merrick and Tomac's just like leading the way. All right, Merrick, do your thing. Crit time. Yeah. Don't shoot at me. I'm just a bomber. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> pretty funny. Uh, lo love that double mom. All right, well, let's uh, keep going. This is one that uh, it hurts that this is four points. The Major Rhymer uh, Standard Loadout. Uh, it still has that Nimble Bomber, but does it bring any bombs? Uh, this Rhymer says, while you perform a torpedo attack, if the defenders in your bullseye change one Iron Ball result to a crit result. So another way to double modify an attack here from Major Rhymer. This one has the torpedo of choice, Advanced Proton Torpedoes. That's five dice at range one. Now, Major Armor's only initiative four, so it's going to need some help getting to it. Uh, that range one, and so it has Afterburners equipped. So you got your any slew of three speed maneuver and a four forward into a boost to try to find that. Uh, plus, 
as the aforementioned barrel linked lock. Four forward, bank boost, barrel lock. If that doesn't get you range one, I don't know what will. But the also has all other upgrade, automated loaders. Uh, single charge for this upgrade. After you perform a primary attack, you may spend a charge to perform a reload action. Uh, assuming the reload action is not the one on their bar, which would create a white reload action. Uh, this could be very, very good. Uh, Comment. If you don't do the linked action, if you just say afterburners boost into target lock, uh, if you already had that bullseye lined up, you can then K turn, do a little 3K, shoot your primary, reload that advanced proton, and then head it's back an into the fight. Oh, it's an it's action, an isn't it? Oh, boo. Yeah. Okay, well, you're hard to, we'll say. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> find, find something to shoot. You don't even care if you hit. You're just mm -hmm. doing it for the reload. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's... Take the big focus, get a reload. Man, that is... That's a spicy upgrade. That might also be up there. It was just like... <laughs> this would be a great modification on this. Because, like, who wants... To, like, who's trying to reload, right? Uh, maybe, like, Luke. <laughs> I would assume this would have to have a reload on your action bar if it was ever, like, out in the wild. But... Uh, that's that's very exciting to me. Uh, at four points, though, that's big competition, especially in Empire. Or in most factions, but especially in Empire. Um, any your your guys' thoughts on uh, the Afterburners Major Rhymer? I wanted a new funny APT man. Like, we, we had 404, mm -hmm. we have Hull, both are three points as they are. Wanted the Empire's version to show up. Have a three-point funny APT man. This is uh, not a funny. Yeah, APT this is not man. funny. This, this is, is. This is not funny. <laughs> fun for me. It's, it's fun it's, for it's me. Fun, fun for Rhymer. But, uh, yeah. Man, Let Rhymer you... have fun. Fair. Yeah. Stop. Stop hating on Rhymer, guys. Come on. Yeah. Maybe uh, the. Yeah. I mean, two advanced protons, two afterburners. Well, this guy's gonna burn bright. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, he is gonna use all six of those holes getting there, though. Yeah. yeah. If you see this guy coming, if you see this guy coming at you, shoot it, shoot it dead. <laughs> you need to get this thing out of the way. Do not let it get range one of you. Yeah. Don't let it shoot three shots. Proton primary proton. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we got one more here. Uh, at five points, almost twice the cost of the the lower uh, cost bombers. This is Captain Jonas, I-4, no longer supporting the barrage bombers. He is now getting evade tokens. After you launch or drop a device, gain an evade token. Well, uh, sometimes... Uh, getting so it has as you no know, proton bombs for the bomb of choice and does have barrage rockets, but no, no Jonas rerolls for them. So just their your standard barrage rocket there. But the interesting twist here is top cover after a friendly ship at range zero to one defends. So could be you if you have not dropped or launched a device this round, you may launch a device using the three 
bank or three forward template. In addition, you ignore the effects of friendly devices. So uh, Jonas comes up, takes his focus for his barrage rockets. You shoot an attack at him. He's not only going to be able to launch one of his proton bombs at you, he's going to get a free evade as well. Uh, then hopefully that evade can help him hold on to that focus for longer. But most importantly, that when you do launch the bomb, it doesn't explode right away. It explodes at the end of activation. So then you'll have to move forward into that bomb uh, for it uh, be before it explodes. Um, so that ignore the effects of friendly devices on that top cover is so important. But like, wow. I mean, that's pretty powerful. Uh, the effects of friendly devices. I have to imagine, and well, also, you know, launching bombs in combat uh, has to be wise. Jonas is up to five points. What, what's your thoughts on this? I don't know uh, if I I'm mean, ever going to like justify the five point cost right now. <laughs> Yeah, as a comparison yeah, top, here. Top covers in, as a neat ability. Uh, yeah, I want to do um, some comparisons here about other five-point ships. Um, Soon to your fell. Soon to your fell. Second Soon sister. Wow. Second sister, also five points. Grand Inquisitor. <laughs> yep, Grand Inquisitor. Seems also, like a lot more things that can uh, survive and still do probably comparable damage to Jonas. Yeah, that's a bit unfortunate. I guess Duchess flies in that same like a fifth brother duchess gets in there someone else who can double modify their attacks has you know defensive force uh in addition to like an invader focus token combination so it's gonna be hard pressed for this jonas to beat out uh these these other ones but maybe you're already launching with Deathfire, so launching with jonas would be pretty fun as well uh, Jonas could ignore Deathfire's launched proton bomb. So maybe there's something to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, Jonas says, I'm going to put this bomb here when you shoot me or a friend at range 0 to 1 with top cover. And says, guess where I get to go and you probably shouldn't. Yeah, I better, you better care. You better leave because I will block you onto this bomb. I would prefer it, actually. So, maybe not too much Jonas happening that's going to be uh, for fun upgrade but I, I do think that we'll see uh, some people dabbling in Rhymer but that Tomax brand I5 double mounted plasmas at three points time me up I am ready yeah I was I was trying to find a way to attack Jonas during activation that way the bomb goes off in the same round but I couldn't get it snapshot yeah, but then your your opponent has to opt into that. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. They have to make that choice, don't they? Be like, I'll snapshot you. I was like, well, I'm going to launch a bomb at you. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, turns yikes. out those range guys are perfect. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Uh, yikes. Yeah, oh, I was like... Imagine, like, not even just snapshot. So this, like, top cover doesn't have a 
restriction of like once per round. So. Well, it says if you have not launched or drop a device. This oh, round. if you have. Okay, there it is. I was like, oh. wait, wait a minute. Bonus attacks? Can, just, can we launch just, two here in a turn? Just, Never mind. If, if there's a comma, that just means stop reading until the other comma, right? Like, <laughs> that's classic X Wing reading. Like, yeah. really good f- trigger, blah, blah, like, blah. Really good effect. Nice. Like, <laughs> Uh, I, I also was thinking the exact same thing when I before I read it out loud. I was like, can this guy get two evades and launch two proton bombs? Because that would be <laughs> nasty. So, uh, interesting here. My only... It's kind of my, my follow-up question. Uh, Marcel, uh, maybe you can get me an opinion on this. What do you think about them using the same four named pilots for every expansion and standard loadout. What? What do I think about them using the same? The same four pilots. So we've had the the customizable versions of these pilots have been in the game since conversion kits. Mm -hmm. The starter pack that has a single bomber in it also has these four pilots as uh, SSP variations of their same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your... Do you have any... Oh, I guess there's not a major rhymer SSP. Am I crazy about this? Maybe not. Um, yeah, Anyways, essentially... Yeah. So basically, they, 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 why, why are they using I mean, the same pilots? Yeah, they're using mm-hmm. the same Uh, I mean... The only thing that comes to mind is I don't know what um, what type of you know red tape they got to go through to allow a new named pilot to be introduced into the game and how that impacts development time. Uh, if you're waiting for approval, if you're getting a pilot that is not already included in the game and you have already not gotten the license to get uh, the pilot into the game. Uh, the alternative would be to just create a generic, but we already know that they are actively trying to kill off gen- generics, and they just don't want generics in the game. That's well, not... tell that to the Sigmas, um, I guess. They could, they, have but had... they really don't. They, they, don't, they don't want generic. They wouldn't that's prefer. That. I mean, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we can. I mean, that, that's just what it is. They don't. Sure. Uh, and that would be my only thing is you know because of the way that the situation worked with ffg going over to amg all of the shipping and you know all of the delays that occurred because of COVID 19 and stuff like that and they're trying to push stuff through and you know the quickest path from a to z being a straight line of you know what let's not get new pilots going through the whole system to get approved i mean that's my i mean that's the reasoning that the reasoning that sounds logical to me is just that um you know trying to get new pilots approved in product that you're trying to come out with quickly sure is is probably um the reason why they're just regurgitating a lot of the same well pilots. so how does that how does that align with the fact that we have Hot Shots and Aces that gave us a majority new pilots and we get some new pilots in the scenarios? 
I mean, that's, that's, I don't know. I mean, that, that, that's a good question. And also, we don't know how many pilots FFG or even AMG from the beginning already had approval for, maybe not approval for as far as like, this is their abilities and stuff like that, but just at a, at a high level had approval for already. Um, again, without, without, so that would be one. I'm just trying to think out loud here. That would be sure. one path of thinking. It's just like mm -hmm. from a business standpoint, from a legal standpoint, of, or or just a timing standpoint of getting stuff approved uh, um, that way. And the other one would be just from a simplicity standpoint of not having to try to balance out, um, you know, trying to balance out the abilities of A, with abilities of B combined, so the one plus one equals twenty-seven type of um, thing, it makes it easier to have everything be like okay. Let's if we have this as what the imperial loadout is or the imperial arsenal is, and then we introduce a new um, ship with a new ability. That's how this new ship and this new ability fits into the entire imperial loadout but if you introduce that new ship and then you have to also account for that ship to match up with this other ship now you you might start getting into that into that broken you know where you get that combo wing where all these abilities kind of like break stuff and it's easier to just say this is your this is your complete imperial loadout and we're introducing one variable into it, or four, if there's four ships. We're introducing four unique variables into it. But instead of multiplying and say, we're introducing four unique variables into it in three different fashions that can all kind of like play off each other. And you can create all kinds of lists together. And there might be some broken combo wing as a result of it. So that those would probably be my two guesses. Is one of them is just simplicity of maintaining balance because you're only introducing one thing at a time versus introducing like a compound effect of like this ability plus this ability plus this ability. And the other one would be, pro you know, the licensing issue. Sure. Now, you know what? That, you bring up a lot of good points, uh, especially with like a lot of the bombers costing only three points. We could realistically have, like, in a different world, what is that, six six different named three-point TIE Bombers all in one list, which would feel like a bit much. So uh, all that makes a lot of sense to me. So very exciting to find out how people are flying the bombers uh, and how people are list building with the 2400s. I do acknowledge one last thing here um, before we wrap up, and it is about the uh, miniatures extravaganza. Uh, the they just posted uh, today their schedule for Thursday, September fourteenth, all about uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol, showing off a roadmap of it, and in addition to uh, a lot of other. Uh, things uh, 
the Friday is mostly about Shatterpoint, going over the roadmap, doing a uh, lot of talks about the, uh, the, the launch of the new game. And then Saturday the 16th uh, goes deep into Legion's uh, roadmap, uh, doing different things about um, the, uh, they call it uh, Battle Colors uh, for their uh, Legion uh, game. Now, uh, this is kind of relates to a great question in our Discord, exclamation point Discord. Uh, join us in our conversations here. Snaves, though, brings up a controversial question. I don't want to. I don't want to go negative here, but I, I would like to discuss discuss it a little bit now that the schedule is out. Anyways, Snaves says a little controversial, but anyways. Uh, you guys can discuss lack of X-Swing in the upcoming miniatures extravaganza uh, and goes on to talk about, uh, you know, we just got new releases, but it was a, a bit disappointing to find out that there's no X-Swing at the miniatures extravaganza. Now, uh, do, you, do you guys have any uh, responses to that? As far as why there's no X-Wing at the miniatures extravaganza? Maybe not why, so but a, you know, you're not AMG. It's a, but it's, a, it's a miniatures extravaganza. Not a... Uh, it's, it's, a it's a hobby day. It's a hobby. It's a hobby thing. Mm -hmm. And X-Wing is not a hobby game. So I understand why people are sad and upset that we're not going to see any information for X-Wing or Armada, uh, but um, yeah, I, I, I hobby. hobby is assembly Paint. painting yeah. um, of miniatures. So if you are miniatures, yeah. sure, if you yeah, you uh, what are the the punch boards? It's it's miniatures punch boards. What are they called? Sprue? Sprue. Sprue. Uh, yeah, if your game comes in sprues or your miniature comes in sprues, that that is the hobby gaming um, at its base point. Assembling those miniatures, painting them. Yeah, that's what this uh, miniature extravaganza is uh, all about, is the hobby aspect of the game. So, um, and that's what a lot of Legion and Shatterpoint is. Uh, sorry. Shatterpoint and Crisis, Crisis Protocol is the hobby aspect of the game, and to a little bit, Legion is as well. Yeah, not as customizable, but I've seen a lot of cool Legion models that people have customized. Um, but yeah, it seems like a lot of it's um, painting, going over their different like painting comp uh, competitions that they have done. Uh, Ryan, you you had a chance to look over it. Uh, did you see anything that um, like stood out to you as far as the ministry's exam? Or something that maybe we should be turning in for? Uh, I mean, if you're interested in any of the games, I mean, you should be like even if you're not currently playing them. But like, let's say you have some locals that up Shatterpoint. Or someone picked up Legion recently. You have a friend that's like, "Hey, maybe try some Marvel stuff." Like, doesn't hurt to, you know, you got some free time, uh, work, 
and you're allowed to put on the stream and listen slash watch it, why not? Right? There's any everything from uh, paint, painting stuff, future of product, etc., etc. I mean, I don't follow any of these specific games religiously. I keep tabs on Shatterpoint and Legion every once in a while. Um, am I gonna watch any of this? Um, no, but not because of the content, because I'm very busy at work. Sure. No, it makes sense. I mean, if you're into painting, like, this is the the events for you. Though I am looking through, and one does stand out to me. Uh, and it is fr uh, what they call uh, Shatterpoint First Steps into a Larger World. Uh, this is 10 a here, sorry, 12.30 p.m. on Friday. Uh, the reason I mention it is because it says, well, I'll just read the excerpt then. I should explain it. Uh, it says, in June, uh, at game shops around the world, Star Wars Shatterpoint took its first steps into the world at large. Joined Will Stick, Will Pagani, and Michael Plummer for a look back at the design and development journey that led to the arrival of the latest Star Wars miniature games, events, and gameplay. So... Uh, it does say uh, um, Stick, Bagani, and Plummer, all people that have a big influence on X-Wing as well. So if you are interested in that kind of development side to, uh, to get kind of in the, the mindset of um, what it's like to develop X-Wing and other miniatures games, that could be a great place uh, to get some of that information. I doubt they'll talk uh, anything um, but... Uh, Shatterpoint, because that's kind of the focus. They're promoting their new game, of course. But again, it, it could give that kind of insight of the same kind of um, development questions we would have them for them for X-Wing about what the, what things they're trying to accomplish in each of their games. Uh, beyond that, though, um, I, I did not see uh, too many things. Uh, I mean, there's a lot for Shatterpoint. If you're excited about Shatterpoint, ooh, boy. Uh, do they got the content coming for you? Uh, and no, uh, first time caller. I don't think X-Wing is fading away. Uh, they are just um, excited about their new game, and it aligns with Legion and uh, Crisis Protocol the most. Um, still, uh, should be pretty exciting uh, to find out. Maybe we could, uh, maybe not press them, but uh, maybe they'll have uh, some exciting announcements for their other games. So I want to stay I'll say, um, tuned. It's not helpful to just go on everything that every post they made on Twitter or Facebook about the uh, publicizing the schedule for Mini Extravaganza and berating them about not having X-Wing content planned for it. Um, you could share your excitement for uh, or desire for future X-Wing products in a um, respectful manner, and that'll help um, them see that, you know, hey, we should continue. We, maybe next in Extravaganza, we'll make sure we will have X-Wing, or we should publicize something soon to Twitter or our Star Wars transmissions for X-Wing. 
Um, they probably already have their schedule planned. I'm not sure how much what we say is going to change their immediate responses, but more their long-term stuff. As long as we be respectful about anything we post as a as a uh, comment towards their publicizing of the mini extravaganza schedule, and not be jerks about it, um, more likely they'll probably accept positive reception for that. Right. Yeah. Just preface like X-wing player here. Excited to hear X-wing news when possible. Right. You don't have to stay, stay on the positive side of things. Stop being so negative. I know it's the internet. It's so easy to be negative. But uh, we need to show them that, you know, X-Wing, we're, we're passionate. We just want to know. I just want to go over, for some reason, you skipped the first five minutes of this podcast. Uh, I got to remind you about the Nova Open this weekend, and of course, that St. Lawrence Open happening October 21st and 22nd. So, uh, so stay tuned on uh, this Twitch channel right here for more X-Wing content. Um, until then, uh, everybody from everybody here at Gold Squadron, stay safe, stay smart. Gold Squadron, out.